Well, it's so new. And I, I was surprised. So there's the stat. I just looked. I just did a quick. Uh, but go ahead. You can start. It's 2 o'clock. Welcome to Blockchain Bandwagon, the podcast where we explore the depths of blockchain, cryptocurrencies, and the technology shaping our future. I'm your host, Chuck Chakuri. And today we are going to explore how uh, this new emerging technology is creating opportunities uh, for individuals in terms of the talent and the skills that are required. I am the founder of Together NBM. Uh, our solution is a blockchain-based identity database for providers that is secure, immutable, and interoperable with existing systems. I'm here with my co-host, Brian. Brian and I like to research and study various aspects of blockchain technology, and we share that with our audience every week. Now, let me hand it over to my co-host, Brian, who will introduce himself and give us a sneak peek into today's exciting discussion. Hey, thanks, Chuck. I, my name is Brian. I've been in the staffing business for 25 years, over 25 years, uh, putting, uh, putting people to work in the IT space. And uh, blockchain is a passion of mine, as it is Chuck's. And um, yeah, like Chuck had mentioned uh, early earlier, we're diving into talent pool and how to get into the industry if you're if you're looking for from a talent uh, space and, and really love this and want to dive in so um but before we dive in remember to subscribe to the podcast here as well as you can listen to it on spotify google apple we're here every tuesday at 2 p.m pacific time and that would be 5 p.m eastern uh we welcome all your feedback and uh chuck take it away so yes, uh, today I think we are going to discuss uh, blockchain skills and challenges because this is an emerging area where a lot of jobs are there, the market is growing, and uh, we want to give some kind of uh, guidance or support and the things that I've learned this week uh, on how to, and it's mostly general advice and also our ideas on why this is such a big deal, you know. So blockchain skills and talents, that's where we are. Right. We are going to talk about. So before we dive in, I just want to mention that this is a new area. Right. When when something new comes up. That I getting into it, it, there are some considerations, you know, what I mean, people who want to consider career in blockchain. Right. This is a rapidly evolving field. I mean, Brian knows, we we try to stay up to date, current, trying to do research, right? Brian, what do we do to get, stay up to date? Oh, I mean, we're, we're, we're constantly research, right? I mean, there's, you know, there's certain sites I go to to check up on news and latest news and whatnot. And, uh, you know, each week with our deep dives into and the different subjects, it's, you know, I certainly don't know everything there is to know. And uh, I learn as much as anybody else. I just, I just bring the stuff here. So even, even though I've been in a talent industry for, you know, 25 plus years, there's just a lot to learn in this space and to understand. And, to, you know, as companies are, are figuring out as well from just startups to, you know, hey, old brick and mortar companies. <laughs> exactly. I know we know how hard it is. And that is definitely somebody needs to be prepared to stay up to date. So much is changing, right? Since the last six months we started, we were improving our skills. I mean, the demand is so high and the competition is also high for these jobs. For sure, definitely. And, and we are also finding that the resources out there are limited. They're kind of behind. Some of the documents are 
old. So self-learning is so crucial. What do you say, right? On this particular area, Brian? Yeah, I mean, you have to self-learn. There's nowhere else to learn. I mean, you either self-learn or you don't learn. So <laughs> um, that's that, that's what this area is. You know, there's really no, there's no classes to really take, right? Yeah. I mean, to, and in school, in college, you don't really go to college to become a blockchain person. I mean, think eventually there will be, but uh, you know, not today. There's a, there's a lot of self. Yeah, you, you got to be self driven to to learn this. Yes, and, and the, it has to be self driven for a couple of reasons. There are do there are some courses, Brian, but they are very specific to certain, like a fintech courses, blockchain fintech, right? Uh, Berkeley and a couple of other. We'll get into those as we go on. And another interesting thing that I learned particularly is since blockchain is so new, it has to be applied in some other area. So the interdisciplinary aspects like, you know, becomes huge. So we have to be familiar with some other area where we can take this technology and apply. Right. You can't just learn blockchain and say, where, what I do with it. You have to know some other area. Uh, Since it's new, problem solving becomes a focus, right? If you have to be focused on uh, problem solver to get into this tech industry very early on. Well, I think you have to have a, right? Yeah, you need to be a problem solver and you need to think and, and you need to have a curiosity, right? This has to be something. It's the reason you got into, you know, tech in the first place, but this is just another step in your in your journey, uh, I would say, or somebody that's just excited about this area. It's a, it's, you have to be curious. And like, like you said, hey, this is constantly changing. This is a, this is an environment that's constantly changing daily. You know, what? one day is like a month, you know, one day in the news cycle in Bitcoin is like a, you know, we're in crypto and blockchain is like a month in the regular news cycle. Yeah, and one example recently is they were talking about regulation for what, six months? And suddenly they started a SEC files, a suit against Binance and, uh, you know, Coinbase. Yeah, Mm-hmm. And everybody's talking about the importance of regulation. Regulations came to the top, right? What are the things that we need to do? Right, and it'll be gone tomorrow. You know, it will be off the off the regular news cycle, but it will be deep. You know, right? So you got, if you follow it, you have to be curious because it's not you can't flip on the TV and they're talking about this stuff, right? You got to really you got to dig yeah. and, and find it. And then be prepared to network. Network will definitely lead to more opportunities, more partnerships, you know, and an exchange of ideas. So talk to as many people. So those are the definitely things that are basically, I consider like prerequisites for anybody wanting a, a career in blockchain. For sure. Yeah, de- definitely. I mean, any other prerequisites you want to add? No, I would say that's, that's a good, good starting point, you know? Yeah. So, and then I want to mention that this is not just cryptocurrencies, right? When we say carriers, we can't be thinking crypto, right? We have to think of this as a platform for moving data openly, safely, and securely. This is what I was telling you, Brian, earlier before the call. Uh, Blockchain technology, when we say it's going to be the future and it's going to change, I really see this as a platform for moving data, right? Internet was like moving information. You know, it was moving text. But now if I want to move specific things about Brian to somebody else, 
I can't just send them a document or I can't create a web page for brand. And he may want to send only a certain piece of information relevant to that transaction. You know what I mean? So right. you want greater control over your data and you want to do it securely without any proliferation, without abuse, right? You want to control it, not some company controlling it. And then if you want to move that data, what is the best way? You can do it on internet, you can do it on email, right? You can send a document, right? right. You want to make it secure, you want it to be legal. Then then blockchain is that platform, right? You think, you think is your take mostly moving data for personal use or is it, you know, companies moving data? Is it, you know, is it everybody being able to manipulate data or do, you know, like figure out data at their behest instead of, you know, hey, we yeah. have I mean, you can, you can delegate it to somebody through contract. You know what I mean? Because that kind of control you have over data, who controls it, it's decentralized. And it can also be centralized, right? Let's say I have 10 trusting relationships and you want to outsource it. Hey, Chuck, whenever I want something, send my information to this guy. Mm -hmm. And then we can put that in a contract. Right. It doesn't have to be like, you know, all that can be managed in the blockchain. Right. Yeah, I love it because, you know, I, I think it, the decentralization of it, right? There's no, uh, yeah. there's no central authority, which has its drawbacks, right? Um, as we see, what, a thousand different blockchains. So it's really hard to have some standardization, which uh, there has to be something about that. But at, at some point, um, for like we had spoke about last week about uh, mass adoption, you know, about adoption. But uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, I certainly, I mean, we both think it's the future and, and I agree with you about data for sure. Yeah, 100%. I, I am seeing this, you're absolutely 100% correct about decentralized control, right? Even you have the control of your data, but I can offer a centralized service for 10 mm -hmm. people like you with your, and whatever relationship you and me have, can be in a contract. Sure. Right? How I can send your information and you control that contract. Right now, once you give me the data, I can do whatever I want with it in a centralized system. Right, right. Right. But you still want somebody to help you manage so many of your relationships on different blockchains. For sure. Right. So, so this has so many aspects to it. Um, it has something for everyone, right? You can be, no matter what you do, uh, everybody needs to move data of their own data, of their own type of data. Right. Right. And it's also called evolving. So when I meant the reason I'm saying blockchain technology, not cryptocurrencies is currency is just one number moving, right? Your rupees mm -hmm. moving or your bitcoins moving mm -hmm. from one person to the other. Right. But you can move large amounts of data, right? More complex pieces of information. Well, so I, yeah, I believe, you know, information is definitely it. And I believe the, right, the economy of Web3 is going to be, you know, tokenization. So that's no, again, no central bank, right? So yeah. um, uh, it's, it's, it's fun times, man. It's, it's fun. It's why, <laughs> that's why, you know, that's why the talent pool, if you're looking to get into it, you know, now is, you haven't missed the boat by any means. This is just the very beginning. I mean, very beginning. Yeah. This is like being beside Al Gore when he started the internet. <laughs> <laughs>
That's funny. <laughs> you can say we are starting it. <laughs> well, it's very early. Point being, yeah. it's very early. And then I also want to give a positive thing, right? Even though the blockchain technology is kind of new, it's a new way of processing. Uh, the infrastructure is still very traditional, right? You still have hardware. You still have machines mm -hmm. that need to be worked on. You still sure. need machines need to be connected. And there's still a backend. There's still a UI. There is still a lot of connectivity. There's still a lot of security mm -hmm. that needs to be placed. So it's a good transition for people who are doing these things today in a traditional world. They just have to learn a little bit to go into blockchain. Technology. You know, a lot of this, you know, a lot of this stuff is transferable, right? So if you're yeah. you're a good you're a good full stack developer, you're a good Java person, you're a good uh, Python developer. It's it's a uh, a lot the same, right? A lot of the even though it might be you know a solidity or it's it's there's different you know different things. It's a lot of it's written close to the same, so it's yeah. easily transferable skills. It just takes you know obviously like anything else, you have to it takes time to learn. Um, but your learning, uh, your learning curve really, really shrinks down. Yep. And, and then one thing to notice, uh, because this is so new and there are so many problems, there are many solutions, like for, even for example, uh, consensus algorithms, right? There is proof, of, there is proof of stake, proof of authority, proof of, you know, work, yep. and they all have different solutions for the same problem. Like right. how to get maximized throughput. We don't know which ones is going to dominate later on, but anybody getting into it right now into blockchain technology needs to be aware of that. You know what I mean? Know sure. that there are so many interoperability. There are so many. We talked so many of them in our part, right? What yep. are the different, you know, there are so many tokenization mechanisms out there. Right. Right. Uh, so that is something people should be aware of and then pick any of the solutions that they like, or maybe they can come up with a new solution. You know, their opportunities are fantastic. Then the other one that I want to say, you keep saying decentralized, right? And it goes to the mindset. You know what I mean? Uh, we are so thinking in centralized way of businesses, you know, mm -hmm. and there has to be a different mindset to build applications. How can I do the same thing in a decentralized way? Right. Right? How can I still do the accomplished safely, securely by giving control all over the place? Mm -hmm. Right. So that uh, mindset needs to be developed to be successful uh, because blockchain technology has to be have that. And I felt this can be very rewarding. You know? Sure. Right? We talk about how wonderful this has been just to learn so many new, new things in the last six months. Right. So that's, yeah, no, it's just like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it, it'd be like, I mean, the, the rewarding part is, you know, like exactly you're learning, you're getting into a note that you're getting on the ground floor. It's just, you know, it, it, each person's different, but if there's somebody that, you know, Hey, if they're listening to this or they've taken a look at this podcast, they're probably interested a little bit in blockchain. So, um, you know, this is something that's, it's very rewarding, very, uh, it's exciting, right? It's rewarding. It, it, it's exciting. Yeah. And then uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, so what are the emerging jobs and skills? Sure. Right? So they have very traditional roles because the job market is not going to change, but it's just that we still need developers, architects, managers, and consultants 
and we're going to go into detail on what they individually do, right? So these are some of the roles and skills that I'm seeing right now on job posts mm-hmm. right, and job markets. Uh, there's a lot of LinkedIn has jobs, Indeed has jobs. Everywhere you see, there's so many people advertising for these jobs. And there are developers, blockchain developer jobs. And these people are need to do like Solidity development, Python, React, understanding of wallets, right? MetaMask, Web3 stacks and frameworks. So if you're interested in those things, and that's something you have past experience, I think developer roles would be perfect, you know? Yeah, there's, you know, that's, you know, blockchain developer is really the foundation of, of you know, things, right? So, um, you know, the, the person can expect, you know, anywhere between you know, north of 130K a year, um, you know, at you know, 150, 175. And oh, north of, so, I haven't looked it up. Yeah, so they're, they're, uh, they're definitely your, your backbone of uh, developing your blockchain, right? And, your, and, and to get it going within your company. Wow, and so then I mean, they- I typed in, it was funny. I typed in uh, this this morning. I was like, "Oh, I wonder how many just blockchain jobs are on LinkedIn." You know, how many jobs are on there? And it was like, you know, almost sixteen thousand had sixteen thousand. Wow, something to do with block blockchain was in the it wasn't a blockchain developer, but it was it, it within their job description. Mm-hmm. It's hard to break out, but uh, within their job description, there was almost sixteen. There was like fifteen thousand eight hundred. It was. Uh, you know, I, I thought that's a lot. <laughs> I think that's yeah. a lot. Uh, and then there are engineers. These are people who actually build the hardware for it, you know, build mm-hmm. the various nodes. Uh, they size it for capacity. They size it for security and harden it for security. They make sure the networks connections between all these nodes are proper. Right. Right. So I see a lot of those jobs as well. And then the third one that I saw a lot was architects, right? These are the guys who, when they're building a a network or a solution, what consensus mechanism we should use? Should we use proof of work, proof of stake? You know, uh, what protocols do we need? Do we need Solana, Cordana, whatever the different interoperability protocols? What is my tokenization mechanism? How do I, you know, set up? tokens because there are so many standards for uh, setting up tokens. So these architects decide like, you know, what is the right architect for our application? Mm -hmm. So there, there are fewer jobs, but these people tend to have been at least five to six years experience today, right? With blockchain developer, you can go with one year experience or even like little or no experience, right? But if, if anybody who's been doing this for five, six years, they can easily get a job as an architect and there are a lot of people looking for those either. And then I saw a jobs, I called it project managers, but I, there are some of them also called them community managers. Have you seen that? So there's, th- those are two different jobs actually, because I was, I was doing a lot of, I, I was doing a lot of research on exactly uh-huh. what these jobs do and where they go. And, and uh, you know, part of, Community manager is one to, to, if you're interested in breaking in the industry, is is a great opportunity to break in the industry as well in that, in mm-hmm. that job. So they're they're just they're two different jobs. They can sound alike, very much alike, but they're actually two different roles. I see. So what what do community managers do? 
So community manager usually sits within the marketing area, uh -huh. um, marketing and sales. And so this person, it would be, so Chuck, it would basically be me. This is a job like uh -huh. me. If I wanted to get a job in the industry, I don't have any tech skills, right? I'm in sales. Um, this is to, I get with a company and I'm basically the hype man behind their stuff, right? So I'm, I'm engaging the community, I'm engaging all over. So community meaning online presence, right? So you're, whether it's Facebook and Twitter and Telegraph and uh, all over message boards for anything to do with um, a cryptocurrency or whatever you're in for, if you're, a, if this is a DeFi project, whatever it might be, you're really getting out there to forward your brand. You're part of the you're part of the marketing team. So you would do their podcast, basically. Yeah, exactly. I do their podcast. <laughs> exactly. So you're out there as a person. You know, so that part that job pays. I, I found between like fifty and sixty five k that community manager job, where Thank you're you. out there. You really just it's just a break. I mean, it, it's really a great way to break into the industry. I see. So the project managers, the requirements that I saw they need to be more familiar with the tools, their pro how to capture blockchain requirements, you know what I mean? Uh, different so, you know, tokenization or uh, consensus requirements, protocol requirements, these requirements are slightly different. And this project manager needs to be familiar with all the tools his teams are going to use, right? Yep, exactly. I mean, it's, they do all the things a traditional project manager would do, except in the, in the blockchain or Web3 space, right? So, or, or yeah. crypto space. So, they just need to understand terminology and, and things of that sort and understand how things work and how long it takes and all that kind of what a good project manager would do. And those people, you know, hey, anywhere from, you know, a beginner at 70K to all the way up to north of 150K. Oh, interesting. Consultants, right? This is something I would like to do. Mm -hmm. So these guys do new use cases, revenue models, how to deploy ROI, get out of ROI. How do they, how much they make? Have you seen that concept? So, yeah, so I have really, it's, it, those are the people that, um, so yeah, they're a blockchain consultant and those are the people that usually start their own companies at some point. Um, and you're going out to tell other companies uh, what they should be doing, what they should be looking for, uh, what would be best for them, Set, getting them with a, you know, being a broker between another company. So, hey, you should be going with IBM or Hyperledger. Or you should be going with uh, some cloud solution, some hybrid solution. You're really on the forefront to say, okay, this is the team that you need to get. Um, and really the sky is the limit, whether it's, you know, a hundred bucks an hour, 500 bucks an hour, a thousand bucks an hour, whether it's on a, a retainer, it's really sky's the limit on this one. So a true blockchain consultant understands basically all aspects of blockchain and how it how it interacts with and get you get ROI out of it as a company. Awesome. And then finally, of course, if you are like me, you want to build new products, new solutions, right? There's a lot of opportunity for entrepreneurs, right? I think there's so much that can be done and so many, it's going to, I, I've been telling this to a lot of people. Blockchain is where internet was in 1995. <laughs> right. With a lot of potential, a lot of opportunity. Uh, and it's a great time to be an entrepreneur in this area. Yeah, there's, I mean, you know, you always think of the, 
the highly technical jobs and, and whatnot. We've talked kind of about that, but the community manager is great, uh, great entry. There's also, you know, your quality engineering. Every company is going to have a quality engineer. I don't care really how small they are or how large they are. You got to have some quality assurance and, um, you know, somebody that's familiar with testing and understanding that, you know, they, they're going to have data analysts. They're going to have risk analysts. They're Hey, if you're a legal, if you're a lawyer, if you're in the legal community, there's huge opportunity within this space. Um, you know, UI, UX designers. Um, so you know, you're talking about how to get started in this one. Uh, it's not, it's, it's to get it no matter what your skill, even if you're a 10 year vet, right? So mm -hmm. it's like, Hey, I'm a UX, you know, UI person. And, and I really want to get in that space, but I've never done that area. Well, it's not a difficult transition. It's not like you have to have a ton of new skills. You just, you're, you're really, um, understand the lingo, understand what's going on and other things, understand how things interact with each other, kind of like we're doing. And, um, and then jump in, get get yourself a you know, hey, a starting job. It may not be exactly what you want, and then move up from there. That's a good idea. But I also see like getting internships for students, you know, who want to do something. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a there's a ton of ways to break in. Right. It's with any industry. It's kind of the same thing. It's like you know, internships, uh, assistance. You know, like whether it's marketing or in the HR department or you know, a sales assistant, um, you know, as a junior developer, maybe you want to learn Python or, you know, hey, you're really good at JavaScript. Well, that's really close to Solidity. Um, so that's going to be a nice, really nice skill for you. Um, like we mentioned, community manager, there's, you know, on the trading side, there's graduate trader. If you graduate from college um, with a finance degree, there's, you know, a graduate trainer, they call them. There's junior copywriters, a recruiter. You can get with a company and be a recruiter. Um customer service rep. They all have to have customer service reps. So there's, there's a lot of ways to get in. Um, don't just think like, Oh, I'm not a developer. I can't get in. Oh, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a sales guy. I can't do it. You know, I can't get in cause they need, they, they need, uh, they need tech people, you know? So there, there's always ways in. Maybe I have a separate question for you. Like since this is, you're in staffing for long, right? You've seen a lot of people, new people getting into it, you know, uh, mm -hmm entry-level people, senior-level people, right? When somebody is getting into new, uh, should they look for like a recruiter who specialize in this or any recruiter can help or how should people go about uh, networking with recruiters? I mean, obviously, just somebody that's within the industry um, or somebody that has a high passion for the industry because um, not, not a lot of recruiting companies are working on this stuff. <laughs> They're just not. Um, who's posting so these jobs? What's that? Who is posting these jobs? Some somebody is posting these jobs, right? Yeah, a lot of right, a lot of the startups, right? So um, that's what I saw. Yeah, there's a couple of companies I saw that were posting, like you know, for their recruiting agencies, but a lot of it was just company direct. Oh, I see. And so there's a lot of opportunity for myself, right? So mm -hmm. if I want to go out and really, you know, be the quote um, Web three blockchain crypto staffer guy. Um, I think there's opportunity in, in that space, right? You and already really, up a lot of credibility with six, like 26 podcasts, 25 podcasts. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so uh, I mean, you know, hey, there's a lot, of, there's opportunity for everything um, within the space. And yeah, uh, yeah but most, like, most what I saw, again, I haven't really dove into it, so I can't, you know, speak highly intelligently about it. But what I saw just to, you know, hey, doing about an hour worth of going through jobs and things of that sort, most of it was just 
a lot of it is startups um, or you know early early stage companies, uh, and then uh, and then the big companies are just posted on their own. And there's a there's a few like I said recruit. It looks like recruiting agencies that are posted, but none of the you would not know the names of these recruiting agencies. I've never heard of them. I see. Not the major uh, ones, at least. <laughs> and I've heard of a lot. Yeah. So, so do you, do you think uh, these companies, when you say startups, I'm pretty sure most of them are well-funded, not like with 10K or like, you know? Right. Because we saw in the last couple of episodes where we were talking about how much money is going to these startups. Yeah. Right? Billions and billions of dollars are going to the startups. Yep. So even if you go into a startup, it's not like a small startup, but it's backed by big venture capital. No, but right. So right now, right. So even though if it is a startup, there is risk involved, right? Um, and it could be gone tomorrow, even though there is a lot of funding behind it, it could be gone tomorrow. Uh, so it takes a, the right person to get on with a startup or an early funded company. Uh, so you may get paid a little bit more. Um, to go to that type of environment, but no, the risk is higher, right? So if you get, you may take a little bit less to go to a very large organization, uh, but there might, there's probably more security in that space. Um, so yeah, there's, there's always trade-offs. Yeah. And, and then there are also a lot of online courses that I saw, even like physical courses. For sure. Uh, there's a ton, you have boot camps listed. Yeah. There, I saw a yeah. lot of, uh, so on these, so on the, uh, on some of these job sites that are, are, blockchain and, and uh, web three crypto specific, they, uh, um, there's a lot of boot camps listed. Yeah. So I'm going to see if Shiva was telling me about, a, 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 I think Stanford or an MIT or Berkeley course. Shiva, can you hear me? Uh, okay. Anyways, uh, Shiva was telling me last week that, uh, there was a, course for fintech uc berkeley mm -hmm. you know how much they were charging i think they were charging like twelve thousand or something like that wow now i mean some of these big big uh you know mit does a lot of stuff for free um a lot of these places have free courses so i mean i would recommend starting on that side there's even when we very first started this podcast there was a couple i can't even remember the universities they were but i took a couple class just went through and took a couple classes just to get the baseline of what a blockchain was right and understand that. So um, there's there's free stuff out there. Yeah. Hey Shiva, you want to say yeah. something? Yeah, that's like uh, what you mentioned, that bootcamp. Uh, actually, a lot of uh, good review. And there is a MIT and all. These, uh, the Berkeley one, they are more of a finance domain. They're not just uh, teaching the blockchain. They're teaching the how the trading happens, what's uh, trading algorithm, so many other uh, inputs domain knowledge plus uh, the more of a blockchain technologies along with the, the python and who are new to this finance they have at the finance domain but they don't have a experience in programming they're teaching uh, in person this is also in person but also it helps to make uh, more networking and uh, exposure to connect with the different people professors all the berkeley professors mm -hmm. Yeah. And there are some other courses like MIT, they are also charging like 3000 but they're more of an online bootcamp. There's not an in-person, like a self-study course. Right. How much was this uh, Berkeley one? I uh, it's uh, around 12,600 plus wow. there is material and uh, all this comes to around 15 to 16, I think. Wow. And yes. also you have to go and there, two hours drive, and come back. It's, uh, it's how, how, many, how many weeks is it? Uh, it's a uh, six months. 
Oh, it's a six month. Six months. Yes. Like a semester. Yeah. 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 Semester, yeah. yeah so there, there are a lot of companies are doing it. And the, when I talked to Shiva, I think what I learned was they were very focused to industry specific. Yes. Mm -hmm. right? yeah. There are a lot of opportunities there. A lot of startups are in that space. Right. So that can be one option if anybody wants to get in there. Uh, one thing I learned was contributing to open source, right? Or even like looking at open source code. Mm -hmm. There are some amazing uh, libraries for Solidity and all of those things. Mm. People have been developing for the last five, six years. Yep. Right? These are mature libraries. And by just looking at that code, using that libraries and building some projects can really, really help, you know? So there's a yeah. lot of ways to break into this industry. And yeah, there's, there's, there's a ton. Again, it goes back to, uh, I think like anything else, it's, you know, how bad do you want it? Like how much, uh, you know, how much do you want to put in? How much effort, how excited are you? How much, you know, drive do you have? It's with yeah. really anything that you want to do. So, yeah. um, there's always a way to get in. Um, one of the, one of the main job sites I saw was, uh, it's called a crypto job list.com. Crypto job list. Okay. 11,000 jobs on there. Uh, wow. so it's, it's pretty interesting. There's, it's a, again, I think that's why we do this. It's just as a, it's a fun, it's interesting. It's ever evolving. It's, uh, um, there's just so much opportunity in the space that, uh, it really is amazing. Yeah, that's Brian, I want to share one thing about online courses, right? I These courses existed since 2017, 2018, right? I took my first blockchain course a uh, long time ago at Coursera in 2018, first one. Mm -hmm. At that time, whatever was I, I was taught is outdated now, <laughs> right? And then I uh, took another course last year uh, with Solidity and Ethereum and uh, some of the tools like uh, you know when you're writing this code they'll say how to compile how to deploy how mm -hmm. to test all of that tooling uh just last year right that i took and i evaluated my idea now what i use is totally different <laughs> mm -hmm. right so in this just last one year all of them also improved Right, the old tools, but whole new tool set can. And so, so my suggestion would be go for the latest course, right? right. And uh, even though, and the latest course will always have very limited development. You know what I mean? Not, yep. a, lot, not a lot of good ratings, right? Because it's just new. It doesn't, right. Exactly. Yeah. Some of the old ones have like very high ratings. And you go take that because it has high ratings. <laughs> you will. It is good course, obviously, this content, and that's why it goes back to a lot about taking the newest course and do a lot of self learning. It, this is a lot of self learning space, right? You have yeah. to be. You have to want it. I mean, just like being in a, again. We're going back, but um, there is. This is even more so. Is you have to want to learn, like us, right? We have a podcast, and we got to learn, and we want to learn. Yeah, exactly. So, so courses, take one of the latest courses and there are also newer things like frameworks. When we, when they first came out, everybody was just telling how to do. Now there is actually how to structure it. Now there are things how to automate the structure. <laughs> right. 
right so if you if you you know how to do it but then once you go to see how to automate the structure if you don't know the structure if you directly go to how to automate the structure you'll get confused right right so i would still suggest two or three courses to go through that whole process i hope that helps yeah and you know it's uh, I, i suggest you know hey i've i've learned a lot from just following a lot of people on twitter um just on there as well just you know hey really understand that's how i started with you know once i got into bit buying bitcoin a while ago and and crypto uh i don't know four or five years ago um is by following people and and understanding that and, oh blockchain what's this and really following people on that side so uh you know get in like like you said you, you said it earlier but get involved yeah yeah that's a good suggestion like instead of uh, jumping directly into major uh, this one let's start self learning courses start up a minimum things and get experience then get into big ones yes and I, there are a lot of online tutorials yes. that help you set up your own computer first right for mm-hmm. doing solidity development mm-hmm. what are tools you need right and even just doing a couple of those tutorials would be a good start yeah the whole point is just get started right don't just say hey i'll do i will someday but you know hey if this is something that really interests you just do it yeah now that we talked about how to why to get in what are the prereqs what is the opportunity so if somebody gets into it what can they expect sure and what kind of expectations one can set themselves right so expect that the market is changing so there will be more and more and more opportunities right and you were mentioning about 17000 just on linkedin I, this is this number i got it from indeed yeah I, each one right so it's, it's it's hard to break it down but i mean that just shows you like hey it has it somewhere in their job description it's crazy that's a lot yeah. of job yeah especially and, and, like uh, investment banking uh, is small like blockrock and uh, lpl financial if you mm-hmm. go to the website there itself just a job career if you search there it will show for real numbers of uh, exactly individual companies only there is a uh, like uh, 30 100s like uh, jobs are there on blockchain which one is that uh, lpl financial and uh, blockrock oh can you post that in the link i'll update my yeah so these are like some of the dice or indeed some jobs maybe numbers may be too high if you see real numbers in the individual companies also they have a posted real jobs there so this mm-hmm. company's investment banking i see lot of openings on the blockchain related technologies yeah yep awesome i i'll get that link from you so that i can we can use it in our next podcast or this one right and then the i i i read a report that is saying that this particular blockchain jobs is the fastest growing among other jobs i guess if you're growing at like 1k to 10k to 10k to 20k you know even though when you're at a lower end you'll probably be faster mhm yep and because if anybody is really good in this one they're getting really, really high salaries higher than the a solid developer will make more than a javascript developer right and a python developer right and then you can expect that 
it can be in any industry, whatever industry, whether it's retail, hospitality, supply chain, healthcare, more and more industries are embracing blockchain. And more and more, uh, even if you just look at the profile of the startups in different industries, right? In, in the last few years, it was just healthcare, supply chain, you know, uh, logistics, very few areas, fintech. Now more and more companies are getting into, industries are getting into there. Every industry, yes, 100%. And then you can expect more and more companies to come through, you know, and uh, when in 2018 of all the new companies that were started, only 2.2% were in blockchain. Today, 10% of the companies that are being started are blockchain. Wow. So if every 100 companies are starting, it's 10 of them are blockchain companies. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, I was actually uh, attending a, you know, a webinar for one of the VCs. Mm -hmm. They've, they have a very specialized blockchain fund. And they're just purely investing in blockchain. Hmm. And nothing else. Yeah. Previously they were, uh, they, they, they used to have uh, emerging tech fund. And from there, they used to invest in blockchain. Right. Right. Now, blockchain has its own blockchain fund. So there are enough investors. They just want to invest in blockchain. Yeah. Do I, I saw I just literally today, Deutsche Bank just uh, filed filed with uh, the European Union to uh, to be able to sell a, a crypto ETF. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, it's a crypto ETF, though. Yep. But not crazy. blockchain ETF. No, nope. still okay. within that space though. It's just it's crazy. It's it's again we we've learned a lot over the last uh, last twenty twenty plus episodes, twenty twenty six episodes, twenty five episodes, and uh, it's just everybody is in it. And this is if you have any inkling to do something within this space, it's only going to grow ten, twenty, fifty fold quickly. Yeah. And then the amount of investments in USA alone, they have gone from 12 billion to 20 billion in two years. Right. And I, I don't know if you heard uh, Andreessen uh, Horowitz, they, they just started an office in London just for crypto or blockchain. Wow. Uh, VC. Right. So people are going global and they're investing everywhere. Yes. I, I mean, USA and China dominate, but uh, yes, that's that's going everywhere. Completely agree. So you can expect this to grow a lot, you know, and expect to be employed as fear good for a long time to come. Yeah. <laughs> you never know what could happen once, you know, this is such a, you know, it's like I always said, starting with the, you know, starting with a, a smaller companies is, uh, you know, hey, as a company grows, it's like, as the industry grows, you never know what opportunities there's going to be. You just don't know. Yeah. And I know a lot of younger people who are getting into blockchain now, they're going to be like really huge in the next 10 years. They'll be like senior VPs, directors of big companies. For sure. Yep. So with that, we can summarize so what is your take on this whole thing brian then i'll go next 
Well, there's a need for talent. There's not enough talent, and uh, if you're looking to get in the get into this uh, get into this space, um, you know, we went through a lot of ways to to be able to do it. Whether it's uh, directly with somebody, whether it's talking to talking to experts in the industry, whether it's uh, speaking to a, a recruiter that knows knows the industry, um, or doing a lot of personal research. So it's a there's a lot of opportunity, a lot of space, a lot of growth, um, and there's a lot of need. And if you have any interest, this is the time to get in. You can, have not, can they reach out to you? What's that? Can they reach out to you? You can reach out to me anytime. Happy to uh, happy to assist anytime. Would be awesome. happy to assist. Uh, so my take on this is the reason everybody should get started ahead and start now is because I really believe blockchain is going to change the world. And I really think no matter what your skill set, no matter where in your career you are, uh, you could take your current expertise, port it over, uh, be value. Uh, if you're a project manager, just to learn a little bit and your project management skills come over. If you're an architect, learn a little bit, you can come over. If you're a developer, you can come over. The more people come in, the faster this thing will explode. Right? I really want to see this shorten that's adoption time you know we are talking last week right uh, i i would uh, have a company of my own i'm starting and i'm working very hard to bring it so the sooner people adopt the more people they get on it's good for everybody hey, exactly i mean it's it, agreed agreed it's uh it's 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 so fun i mean i just i'm yeah i, I just think it's so fun and such a such a different mindset i like you know usually people that uh, are Areas, industries, ideas, companies, uh, products, usually when they create a fundamental shift in thinking. Yes. There are the things that, that that's what explodes and that is what becomes nor the norm. And, um, you know, I think this is a fundamental shift in thinking. Awesome. Shiva, what do you think? Shiva? <laughs> oh, okay. He's probably hasn't heard us or so. Anyways, yep. man, I think we covered everything we wanted to cover for today. Yeah, it was a, it was a it was another fun one. Yep, Shiva, you have something to say? I see. So did any of your friends sign up for that Berkeley thing? <laughs> I see. I see. So these are like recent graduates and our people who are in school. Oh, interesting. Huh. Very interesting.
Wow. I mean, Berkeley is a big brand, so, and Bay Area is really a hotbed for new tech. For sure. Yeah. So with that, any closing things, Brian? No, that was, that was fantastic. And I, again, thanks Shiva. Appreciate you uh, being a part of this. Thank you, Shiva. And with that, adios amigos. Cool. Have a great week. Bye.